Peace, love, and light, everybody. We're back with another episode of The Lounge here at the Main Street Barber Company in Frisco, Texas. So if you need a cut, fade, tape, or anything like that, this is definitely the spot to come to. All right, so today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about religion. You know, we're going to get into, um, you know, kind of like all of our religious backgrounds and, um, you know, let the conversation stem from there. It's always a juicy conversation when we talk religion. Uh, if you're easily offended, then uh, you should probably shut it off right now. Yeah, but definitely. We're going to do what we do. Uh, but definitely. we want to start off, I want to start by introducing everybody. First and foremost is our special guest, Nicolette Nori. How are you, Nicolette? Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited. We've been talking about this for a while. A long time. <laughs> a long welcome. time. Thank it's here. you. It's here. It's here. <laughs> we're, we're super excited to have you on to, to hear your thoughts and everything. Chef Definition, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing really good. That's what's up, really brother? Good. It's good Happy to see to you, man. You're looking good. Thank you. Appreciate that. You know Appreciate what I'm saying? That. Got your whole Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they ain't got no black people in Indiana. Jones. <laughs> so, With no black people in Indiana. More like Baltimore Jones or something. <laughs> hey, wouldn't they say like Nazi and shit? Nah, wouldn't no black folks around. I guess no Gary, in Indiana had, had a famous black family. <laughs> yes, the Jacksons. That's about it. That's, I was going to say that's probably the only one. <laughs> the Johnsons didn't get no pub. No, nah, or or the Lees. And you know what? How correlates? You know the Jackson, the um, uh, Michael Jackson's mother. She was a Jehovah's Witness, so I'm sure ah, you know, that ah. might come into conversation. Conversation. Ah. A little tidbit Excellent of information. Statement. I forgot. I yeah, yeah. A cups. Sir. Mateo. The man. MA2Ts. Matthew yes. Thomas. How you doing, brother? Yes. Splendid. 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 Okay. Like splendor or splendid? I can't no, tell. Spl well, I mean, if I could be honest, then how I'm really feeling is I have not gotten over how you said this conversation is going to be juicy. Did you hear him at the beginning of his, I, his conversation? I, is gonna be I, juicy. I said the word juicy. You said juicy. You, you said I missed that. Uh -huh. I you missed it. We called I it. I missed it. I missed it. I, I don't think I said juicy. You said juicy. You said juicy, and I fired me up, and I just want you to know, like, when you said juicy, like, I got I, I got in the mode. words, bro. I got in the mode. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, get juicy. Nigga, like, you've been with us for, like, 15 minutes. You already know where this, this shit's going to end up going. Yeah. But, um, but, um. <laughs> How are you? How you been doing? I'm good. I'm I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Yeah. You know. That's what's up. You got a podcast? Yep. Yeah, it's on a bit of a hiatus. It's been a bit of a hiatus, but um it's focusing on, you know, paranormal, unexplained phenomenon, urban legends, cults, um just a general weirdness <laughs> hey you fit right in with, yeah, with right. us yeah, I was say that. we're all about that are we gonna get into that stuff Can of course yeah, oh, yeah. General. Yeah, okay let's general we're gonna get into all of <laughs> it for sure for sure a little bit of a hiatus but you know it, you, you did say that is something you are gonna yes. be bringing back yeah so hopefully in awesome. the next couple months here we'll start recording awesome. again and um get a few more episodes out there most definitely yeah. most definitely do you have guests on your podcast? So, plan to, yes. Have never done that, though. Um, but, yes, plan to. I'm just going to throw it out there. We're better guests then. I mean, we can come on your show. And, and we could be your first guest. And it's three of us. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. You see, I just did. I spoke three for both of y'all. I just spoke for both of y'all. Yeah, you did. I did. Hey, we're a team. Like, the three musketeers. Yeah. Squares, no, the three, three amigos. Three amigos. Uh, the we three motherfuckers better. sitting in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> three motherfuckers in the chair. <laughs> three motherfuckers on podcast. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, religion has always been a topic that uh, we've had deep discussions about. Um, and because it can go in so many different ways, we all come from different places and whatnot. But like, what is what has been your experience with uh, religion in you your life? Start. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's complicated. Um, so my parents divorced uh, acrimoniously when I was quite nice young. Word. Yeah, that's the only nice way. Acrimonious, contentious. Um, but they they had you know split custody of me, so I spent a lot of my time in one religious environment and uh, the other bit of my time in uh, whatever my mom, frankly, was into at that time, which is uh, kind of, you know, spirit spiritual stuff maybe a cult if you like that descriptor um most recently she's mormon okay i've probably been mormon for i don't know she's gonna be going about 10 years now wow okay which is the funniest thing because she picked that that wasn't something she was born into i i one day was with my aunts and my mom texted a picture of her and two guys that i immediately recognized as mormon missionaries i'm like what the hell is she doing and she's like i got baptized i'm a mormon now just i don't know which wow. it's like mazel tov but right. um right. she picks the one religion that frowns on um smoking cigarettes and drinking caffeine which you're like that's like the base of her food pyramids right. <laughs> okay. it's a really okay. interesting i can dig choice. i can dig I can did dig. she quit did she quit both of those uh no i think she'll quit mormonism before she quits right <laughs> um, virginia slims and nice. her <laughs> virginia slims yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, so her kind of just whatever she was into. And then my dad's side of the family, um, they got a couple of different denominations rolled in there. But what I was probably most heavily exposed to and influenced by would be, I guess, what I can only dub like very evangelical conservative Christianity. Um, that that was, yeah, that was. Okay, okay so I just, I just got a question. Give us a small example of what. Would you say event evangelical? Yeah, what that word you say right there. Yeah, so um, evangelicals evangelical. take the gospel. There's like a, I guess there's so many buzzwords. I don't want to sound like a chotch, but like this is the this is the perfect place to use buzzwords and jargon. To sound like a chotch. <laughs> well, you're in luck. <laughs> but, but, so I'm clear. What is a chotch? I have no idea. Is this like, like a jag off? Like a um, why well, use like just like a putts. I got it. Oh, yeah. putts. Yeah. Okay. I've heard chotch ball, so I didn't know that was the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I've heard chotch ball before. I've even right. used it not knowing what it's meant. Chotch yeah, balls, but yes. it, it rolled off my tongue. And I was just like, chotch ball. Chotch ball. I think chotch it applies. Ball. I think <laughs> But um, yeah, evangelicals, they, uh, they believe that like the highest duty in their religion is to go out and evangelize and preach the gospel. Um, and I, I, at this point, have probably purged from my brain the exact scriptures, but to go out and spread the gospel to all the, wor- the world is their calling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah. so we're kind of talking like uh, Jerry Falwell, Billy Graham, Big Time, Billy Graham, yeah, that uh, yes. so Tammy Faye Baker, and now yes. uh, Joe Osteen, I guess. Yes, uh, yeah, Benny, yeah, no, he, Hinn. Benny Hinn, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah, that crowd. Okay, yeah, okay. I did. Uh, Creflo Dollar, T.D. Yeah. Jakes. Yeah. That crowd. And yeah, my family was, is, I mean, and, and frankly, like, um, is still pretty, pretty involved in, in that. There's a, there's another, there's another guy I can't remember. I see his face in my, in my mind, but I can't remember his name. Uh, the one who bought the jet from Tyler Perry. Oh, who's that? Um, ah, man, I can't remember his name. He's real, he's. Big time, like he's the big time TV. Ev- ev- what what she said he was, Angels. right there. Yeah. That word. Uh, but I can't. I can't think of the the dude that bought the jet from Tyler Perry. That's who. Should I ask Siri? Yes. Yes. Which hey Siri? Uh, a, who is the dude that bought the jet from Tyler Perry? You so articulate like that. Here's what I found. 
Kenneth Copeland? That's oh, him. yeah. Uh-huh. That's him. Yep. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. He's top of the food chain. Same crowd. Right. Yeah. Same right. crowd. Same, same group. Top of the food chain. Weird motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just saw a video of him drinking another dude's blood. Like, uh, what's, what's it called? He, he cut his hand, and the dude bled in the cup, and the motherfucker drank it. Like the sacrament? Yeah, and then he said, "My his blood is in my body. I was like, oh, oh okay. I saw that. I saw something okay. about that. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. Hey, like yeah. on TikTok? Like where was this? No, no. I saw it, was, on it was Yeah, it was something. Interesting. Something on social <laughs> yes. media about that. But that, yeah. that is very interesting. And the, the reason he bought the plane from uh, Tyler Perry is he said, and publicly said this shit, he didn't want to be in a plane full of demons. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right? Yeah. So he needs his own private jet because he don't want to fly commercial or wow. first class. The Copeland dude. He can't drive? Why he can't drive? He's too big to drive. Got it. Uh, 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 Sky Daddy don't want him to drive. Got it. Sky Daddy told him that he, he don't want him to drive. Sky Daddy? Who is Sky Daddy? Oh, you know Daddy who Sky, in the Sky Daddy is. <laughs> you know who Sky Daddy you know? Have you all heard that one? <laughs> the, the one with the flowing um, hair. Um. Yeah, this is this is gonna be the episode. I just I'm gonna learn a lot of new stuff. I, I recognize T D Jakes at all the names you guys named. Joel, you know Joel yeah. Steen. I know I yeah. knew Joel. Yeah, yeah everyone else. Yeah. No. no, no, no. Okay, so nah. okay, so you had to split parents, yeah. uh, mother, mothers uh, into Mormonism. And, yeah, um, more like spirituality though. I feel like the Mormonism yeah. is like more of a phase. I would say like if my mom had to like talk to us right now, she would be like. You know, what was that chick on Oprah all the time? Maybe Montel, Sylvia Brown. Do you remember her, yeah, the psychic? Yeah. She wrote yeah. a lot of books. Oh, okay, I yeah. remember <laughs> Sylvia Brown. She she wrote yeah. what she was. She wrote a lot of books. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, that would be probably like her. Okay, so Duty. she's she's open minded then. Yeah. Oh, very. Yeah. Okay. Very. Okay. Yeah. They could not be. You know, totally different people. She didn't really um, like mm-hmm. the and the stuff that I was maybe exposed to, like with my dad. Like she, that wasn't something that she really thought was mm-hmm. terrific. Right. Um, she was opposed to it, very, like against it. Very, but oh, you know, man. my dad it, from like eleven until I guess when he would have passed away, I mean, had primary custody, so it wasn't like heck of a lot she could do about yeah. that. But yeah, the really conservative um, Christianity is not her bag, mm. not her thing gotcha. <laughs> at all. Man, so growing up, like, how did you, how did you like, like, what did you absorb from all that? Oh boy. Um, well, I think it's like with anything, like if you're around it when you're young, you don't think that there's anything weird about it because right. it's just like what you're accustomed to. So right. I grew up going to church multiple times a week, right. um, youth right. group thrown in there too, uh, attended um, what are called missionary conferences. A which dashes and revivals. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to compare it to if you guys were like, what else missionary conference? It's like a revival. Exactly. <laughs> right on. Yes. The, it was in, um, the way we, we would go to, it's still active today. It's in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, which is Amish country. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So wow. really like, it's just, I know, I guess kind of like, ironic that they would pick, you know, that area for like yet another like super religious activity because you know, the Amish are obviously like an insular community. But um, yeah, I... I I didn't, I don't think I ever was really into it. Like I always had a lot of questions. Like I, mm. I knew that this is like what, like a lot of people believe and the people in like my circle believed, but from a very young age, I remember asking a lot of questions mm. and things just not making sense to me, like starting with the resurrection Oh yeah. that just didn't, even as a young kid, I was like, that's, that's not, I, I just, I can't make that work in my head. Right. Um, like but, the, the act of it actually happening? Yeah, not, okay. yeah I just, I can't, I can't, like, it's just, it's a bridge too far. Um, right, right. Even as a kid, it was a bridge too far for me. But, um, 
still, you know, that was just, that's just like what you did, like in our family, like you, you know, we have grandparents that are pastors and siblings that are um, pastors and missionaries and. So it's all around you. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And my favorite part of the missionary conferences though, um, because I obviously was not there to take it particularly seriously, but like I went and I wore my long denim skirt and my like baggy shirt and you know all that and we would go sneak into the downtown area where like you would have a little bit of break during the day you go to like an ice cream shop or go to like little shops and we would go smoke cigarettes with the amish kids (laughs) (laughs) nice i told that to my family like really recently Mm. i was like you know we like was not behaving when i was there (laughs) i probably shouldn't have revealed that information i thought like it was so many years removed that would be like this funny thing but how'd it go it didn't go up. How, do you, how do you think it went? <laughs> it didn't go great. Yeah, not good. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. When you bring up um, the Mormon religion, uh, you know, me and Chef, we always, we're always going to go back to when me and him both worked at the children's place. Oh, man. Kids clothing store. Oh. And um, the, the, store, the store manager was Mormon, oh, no. and she hired her friend who was a Mormon. And one day... Um, we were just curious and we were asking about it, you know, so what, so what's the difference between being a Mormon and being a Christian? And, you know, she kind of broke it down and, you know, I can't remember the conversation verbatim, but one thing that kind of stuck out, I think, to both of us is when, is basically when you die, if you live the right way, supposedly you get your own planet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, that, and the way she broke it down for us, and we're just looking at looking at her like what the fuck are you talking like, about what the fuck yeah. are you talking like, about and that jesus came to like after the resurrection america. he came to america but he came to america on a ship mm-hmm. yeah he sailed to america yeah so it was just really Wait, interesting are y'all I, I can't tell if y'all are joking if you're serious yeah. no this is 100 serious, 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 serious i promise you i'm we're so serious on this right here yeah you know what i'm saying like uh so we're like uh um, and then the leader of the Mormons was John Smith or something? John, like Joseph Smith. Joseph, Joseph Smith. Yeah, not John. Something like that? John Smith is the token <laughs> And <laughs> so. And she's telling us this with a straight face. Yeah. Like, serious. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, whoa, damn. I'm thinking to myself, man, religion really fucks people up. It really fucks them up in the mind. Because she's telling us this. And I understand this is a... We all entitled to our beliefs and what we believe in and all that kind of shit. But um, to hear um, their foundation is like, how the fuck can y'all, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just kind of, you know, just kind of hits you from a, a different angle because it's like, okay, obviously the Mormon faith was con- was created way pat- way later than all these other religions. So it's right. obviously man-made. Uh, Modern-day man-made. Yeah, so then you just kind of think of all the things that go along with it and, you know, you get your own planet and Jesus came to America after the resurrection and you start adding these things up and then the fact that they can't watch TV after a certain time. Like our manager, she literally threw her TV away because she didn't, not that, look, if you don't want to watch TV, there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But, you know, it's just some of the things that go, they can't wear, they can't wear their skirts past a certain mm-hmm. way. They, they treat women, you know, very similar to a lot of other archaic religions as well. Uh, they can't have caffeine, I don't think, something like that, yep. right? Mm-mm. No caffeine. Can men make, make, make have caffeine? No. I don't everybody think, yeah, so I don't the think reason everybody. is that it puts you in a state, any stimulants in their mind, it puts you in a state 
of not being like open to like the divine like mm -hmm. it alters your what's the word i'm looking for like it just it alters you so it inhibits your ability to like receive messages that, like from god yeah, i, I, I can see that, that. kind of like uh kind of like it takes you from it takes you from the vision of divinity yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know, if you drink soda you're probably gonna want to smoke cigarette if you smoke cigarette you're probably gonna want to listen to some rock and roll you want to do that then you're probably gonna want to start <laughs> like the gatekeeper yeah. you know yeah. the gatekeeper so everything like, bad now we need you praying 17 times a day yeah. and riding a mule and shit and yeah. tilling the land. Well, I think, I think, I'm sure that's part of it, but I think it's also like energy blockages, mm -hmm. right? Like, so the more things, like your body's your temple. So the more things that you add into your body or your energy or your space that is not divine is only going to block you from connecting to source or God or goddesses or whatever, you know, whatever you believe in. So I think that's why they put those things in place. Right. Um, but overall, I mean, look, yeah, I mean, anybody can believe what they want. I mean, honestly, whatever helps you become a better version of yourself, I'm all in on. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, think, I think I could speak for all of us in, in one form or fashion and say that the way religion has been used to condition us and indoctrinate us a lot is, is more of what we might have issues with as opposed to you know, maybe what the intent of the religion was at first. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> mm -mm. Talk to I, us. I don't. I don't think that it was the way that it was used. I don't think anybody got religion, and then they started using it in foul play. I think religion was completely made, created to uh, divide and conquer, and to indoctrinate. So I don't think they use it um, wrongly or they uh, they use it exactly how it was intended to be used to conquer lands, to um, steal people, steal lands, to uh, exert dominance in um, white supremacy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, even like missionary work is, I mean, and I think there's, I'm noticing it maybe on social media. I don't know why it's popping into my like sphere lately, but I'm seeing now people calling mission work colonizing. Oh, and that's oh, exactly oh, what it is. Exactly what it is. I mean, exactly what it is. That's exactly what the fuck it is. Because you think about the missions, the missions, the, the whole thing was to uh, shove Christianity down everybody's throats. Right. To get like a a world a, a world a, I can't really say a new world order, but to get everybody under one accordance with the whatever the main religious sector is, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, Christianity. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I I don't think that that's a bug. I think that's a feature. Yeah. I think that was always yeah you know probably kind of the plan and like I'm, i would agree with you like i i i, I want to say like do what you do believe what you believe if it benefits you but where i have to draw the line <laughs> is but do your beliefs are you using your beliefs to hurt and marginalize people mm. and are you using them to construct policies mm -hmm. in this country because it's something you believe in and you would like those rules to apply to everybody and that's where i have to kind of go like i want to live and let live but for those two things that's really challenging for me or are you using the religion to dehumanize people yes mm. that's heavy hey cups oh. quiet over there dog. You i'm just taking it all in. taking it all yeah, in. i'm absorbing <laughs> taking it all in that's if somebody want to give for the uh audience the call um um missions 
Yeah, yeah. There's there's their missions. Their mission was to tell everybody. I give you an example, bro. The missions used to cross, right? Basically, they used to cross to conquer, right? So they used to cross. They used Christianity. They used Jesus to conquer. You know what I'm saying? Because the land was so filled with war and deceit and death and all that, they wanted to usher in a more gentler uh, deity. And poof, we have Jesus, the, the lamb. Yeah. So the, like, the okay. shepherd. So if you think about, and I know we're, we're spending a lot of time on Christianity, and that's okay. It it is it's the number most one. Popular, it's most popular hey, it's the number the one song on the, on the list. It right is now. number one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, it has been at either, the top of the charts for a long yeah, time. Either you can dance to it or you can't. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've never heard it okay, put that so, way before. Okay, think about this for a second. So Christianity is basically birthed off the back of Judaism, right? Mm -hmm. That was obviously first. But it was also created in our experience, I should say, everything you read in the New Testament, in like the, such a small little village of land amongst this entire world, mm -hmm. right? Not a lot, didn't, Jesus did not have a lot of followers, mm. you know, a minimal amount of followers. Yet, this tiny religion has become the most popular religion in the entire world. How does that happen? Ooh. Well, yes, sir. Uh, it happens through uh, death. Death and conquering. Right, right. Uh, fear. Right. A lot of fear. But the why? The why is the kicker. So, so how could how could that happen? Go from this small little thing to this massive conglomerate, just monumental way of living, basically. They gave right. people an option: you follow us, or, mm -hmm. you, or you die. But who? Who? Why? Why would somebody take this small little religion and do that? You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. they could have taken any other religion. There's plenty of other religions. Right. So, I mean, you got to think of, of Constantine and the, uh, Roman the, Empire, the Roman Empire, which was the biggest empire at the time. Mm -hmm. And in the late fourth century, he officially declares that Christianity mm -hmm. is now the official religion of, of, the world. The, of, of the Roman Empire. All right. So why? Well, most of the people at that time were dumb. I mean, didn't have any education, yeah. uh, could barely speak, could barely write, any mm -hmm. of those things, mm -hmm. right? So, Five percenters. Right. So utilizing a religion to put fear in the people, mm -hmm. you know, and to justify their killing mm -hmm. and taking of the lands mm -hmm. was probably the most advantageous thing to do, mm -hmm. right? So they do that. They officially make this the, the official religion of the Roman Empire. Then you have the councils of Nicaea mm -hmm. where they basically – so think of this, bro. So you have a religion, right? But nobody knows what it truly is, right? Mm -hmm. right? They made this religion. Nobody really knows what it is. So you have priests and religious people in, in this part of the land who think that um, God is here, Jesus is here, and the Holy Spirit is here. So there's a ranking, right? Mm -hmm. right? And then you have another section of people who think, well, no, they're the same. They're equal. God, um, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they're all the same. And then you have another section who thinks, well, no, um, God is actually the, the Godhead, and they, they, they all, they're all attached to each other, this, that, and the other. So you have a bunch of different type of philosophies, and they never agreed on one. So the Roman Empire, think of it as your government today bringing in all the politicians and saying, you know what? 
we're going to make a decision that this is what Christianity truly is. So they made the decision. They ended up um, um, going with Trinitarianism. That's mm -hmm. where the Holy Trinity comes, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, right? And that's why Christianity is what it is today, because of people in powerful positions making those decisions for everyone. And the rest is history. So it's just been passed on from traditional um, I call it generational curses, <laughs> you yeah. know, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you think of, and I know I'm getting long winded here, but you think of everything kind of you talked about, about the, um, the Crusades, mm -hmm. you know, Islam versus Christianity, how many people were killed mm -hmm. for land. Yeah. And then you have the, um, the Inquisition, mm -hmm. the different Inquisitions where people who weren't following this were killed. They, they had know? a choice. Yeah. Basically, yeah, exactly. You know, you're either going to follow this or you're not, or we'll kill you, we'll hang you, we'll mm -hmm. banish you, we'll punish you, all those different mm -hmm. things. Definitely makes an example out of it. Right. And then you have the Salem witch trials, which, oof, I could do a whole show on that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, um, you know, the Atlantic slave trade, mm -hmm. another religious thing where they forced their religion, stole the, stole the people, their yeah. culture, their names, everything, everything. and forced their religion on them. And then the uh, Native American genocide as well. Oh yeah. oh yeah, all in the name of of Jesus. That's that's what happened in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Death. Right. A lot of motherfuckers died in Lots. the name of Jesus. Right. So that's why I think you see a lot of anger from people that get out of the religion or get away from it or grew up in it and then realize that okay, this isn't for me. That a lot of their first reaction is anger, hmm. because. I mean, think about it. You're, you believe something for so long. You've put so much time and energy in something, and then you realize, oh, shit, Santa Claus ain't real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, uh, Bigfoot ain't real. So Says you, who? Um, I mean, well, you know, you, you just got to think about it. You know what I'm saying? We Have we ever really saw, uh, saw Bigfoot? I don't, I don't know. Big... I went to Austin, and they had, like, a frozen Yeti. And uh, was it real? Like a real Yeti. <laughs> was it real? I think it's real. Do you think you're going to get me real? believing in any cryptid before you're going to get me believing that anybody died a death and then came back? Came back. Right. I've seen too many dead people. I don't I don't think it works like that no. either. Um if it does they're a motherfucking zombie. Yeah. Of some sort. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't believe in that shit either. I had a conversation with uh, one of my coworkers just the other day about about uh, religion and um, yeah, I mean, because you know, when when once again we're gonna talk about Christianity because because uh, that's just what we're doing right now. But when they have that in their mind, they're so forceful with that shit. So uh, Jesus this, Jesus that, and I'm my father and my father, and I understand all that, but. I think that if if you're gonna go on promoting all the positive stuff in the Bible and what religious is doing, you gotta understand that there may be somebody who opposes that thought process, and some some people can show you what what's in your Bible that you say all this miraculous shit is in, and um, and it's really not. It's really not. Yeah, I think I almost feel like like the Christian missionaries and stuff they need new sales tactics. You know, I mean, but they got the number one salesperson in the world. 
Uh, they do, Jesus. but I don't think he's undefeated. As, uh, not not as much anymore. Like the, if well, you look at, it's on the decline. It's on the yeah. decline. Well, people, people are realizing that, right? Right. That's what I said. They need new tactics. Like you sales know, taxes do it like they did the school. the vaccine. Like give them free McDonald's or something if they convert to Christianity. <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? A, a Walgreens card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get your magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need new tactics. Um, Nicolette, did it? Did um, what you do and kind of your viewpoints? Um, I should ask, how does your how does your family react to that? I don't know that. I think it's kind of like a we just don't discuss it kind of thing. I okay. think that I've been vocal enough um, about other stuff I'm into and other hobbies I have and places I've chosen to work and you know living with someone before marriage and just choices I've made like in a public way that kind of like let them know like. Hey, look, I this is just isn't my thing. Right, um, right. I I try to remain respectful, mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. and they're respectful to me. Like I had a conversation with my stepmom the other day, and she was like, "Hey, you know, if you guys come visit, um, I just I just want to let you know that just us living our truth, like it, we are going to pray before meals, and I hope that's okay with you." And I was right. like, "Yeah, like oh my god, like I I would sit through anybody praying before anything of any yeah. faith that doesn't that's not something I find particularly you know onerous, but right. um, I think that." It's just kind of like a live and let live situation. It wasn't always that way. Mm-hmm. When I left, I went to Christian college. Oh, okay. Uh, a 2000 person, little bitty Christian college. Um, like if I told you like some of the rules there, I don't, and people don't even believe me sometimes. Some of the stories there, just, I mean, incredibly um, restrictive. Mm. And I left my senior year. I just couldn't take it anymore. And the, the environment, like specifically the environment, right. and just moved out of Texas on a whim, and that went over uh, very poorly. Um, I was called worldly. I was called a Jezebel. Wow. Um, I wasn't spoken to for years for choosing to work in a bar by your family. Mm. Yeah, family, family, friends. I was getting harassed by family friends. I was told that I was shaming my family. This is literally just because I was like, I don't want to like, I want to bartend, and I don't want to go to this college anymore. Right. Yeah, it, I was treated like I feel like I was treated pretty poorly, but they believe in um, like iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. So they believe that like they're calling you out on like your worldliness and your sinfulness, and they're mm-hmm. like they're trying to like keep you from like being the sheep that leaves the flock. So mm-hmm. in their minds, this is like a, a huge action of love. Like even though it's like very painful and very shameful and humiliating, right. um, when it's like publicly on your Facebook, like mm-hmm. have you no shame, you know that kind of right. thing. Comment on your on your pictures and stuff um they think that that's like how you treat people that you love and you want to save and i think that's like really like anyone that's interacted with somebody that's like really deep in that particular faith has probably experienced that where you're like leave me alone yeah (laughs) and why are you beating me over the head with this and it's because that crowd like sincerely their sincerely whole belief is like no like i have to save you like i Mm -hmm. have to save you from being worldly so i don't know like i think my family like you know they i think they like love me and like love my kids and they want a relationship um i don't know you know what they necessarily think of you know my lack of involvement you know in, in a church in the way that they do but you know i just try to keep it like i would with anybody else like just keep it like respectful and it's just maybe yeah. not something that we go into a lot have, have you like have you ever been called a heathen yeah oh yeah oh I, yeah oh mm-hmm. i think you don't you don't really have a good conversation with a christian until they call you a heathen mm-hmm. or 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 a demon yeah or, oh, i was or, called a um or a demon when i was doing uh one of the lives for akasha flicks yeah. <laughs> some dude called me satan like literally said he said down satan i'm like i had to look around i was like is he talking to me 
<laughs> I was like, for real? And I wasn't saying that. I think, I think all I said was <clears throat> religion makes you look outside of yourself for, like, you know, enlightenment. While, you know, spirituality, you look within. You know, it's literally all I said. And it do call me Satan. <sighs> what do you think rubbed him the wrong way that made you made him say that? You know, I mean, um, I was gonna I was gonna say this to to her as well. I think it's mirrors, man. Like a mm -hmm. lot of people, a lot of people who are either religious and they act that way to where they feel like they have to save you, or they they get upset if you leave the religion or you say something against it, is because they have their own insecurities about it. Well, yeah. So they have to justify their own choices by lashing out on other people. I think it's just hmm. good old-fashioned hypocrites. In that, some sense, yeah. That kind of um, uh, do as I say, not as I do kind of state of mind. Because in the forefront, um, Sunday morning we are uh, praising and singing and worshiping. And Sunday evening we're probably drinking beer and fucking. <laughs> and then Monday we're going to work and cussing. So it's like, um, are you really keeping it real? Um, do you really know what your religion is about? And that kind of goes all the way across the board. We're not just talking about Christianity this time, but people who are in these religion um, sectors or sects or whatever, um, are you really following the uh, the text? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what it takes to be a Christian. <clears throat> yeah. What it takes to be a Christian. Because and, and once I had this conversation with one of my coworkers, and I, I told him, I was like, well, in order for you to be a, a full-fledged Christian, you need to be out there banging. You know what I'm saying? You need to be out there banging against the infidels. You need to be killing people who don't believe in your religion. That's biblical. That shit's in the Bible. And we can look it up. You know what I'm saying? So how, how much are you? If you ain't smite nobody, then you ain't keeping it real as a Christian. That's. I mean, those are those are pretty heavy, heavy yeah, words. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were. Mm. Hey, it's I biblical. Was, uh, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't chef definition up here. Uh, <laughs> prophesizing and shit. That's in the motherfucking book. So it made me think. That I had a question for you. Uh, kind of along the same lines of just, I guess, boundaries being crossed. Like stuff that you heard. You know, did did that ruin the relationships that you have with your family members? Was it challenging to kind of look past that? for the sake of the relationship? Not when you're used to things that are strange. Um, like for, you mentioned uh, demons. Um, when my dad was sick, my dad um, died at 41 from Lou Gehrig's disease. Mm. Super healthy guy, he was in the military, he was in the Navy, like crazy athletic, really mm. healthy. And um, he was a nuclear engineer though. Mm. So was most certainly exposed to things that cause Lou Gehrig's disease. It's not even like a, a question at this point, but right. he got sick. And obviously, you know, we're really involved in our, our church. Church rallies around, sends meals, transportation, like does what you would hope mm -hmm. a good community would do. Mm -hmm. um, and then it turns to, well, you can, you can be healed from this mm -hmm. incurable illness. Mm -hmm. And again, even at like 14, mm -hmm. 15, 16, I'm like, no, no, no. Like I've read about this and I know right. you're going to die. And like right. that must yeah. be so hard to like rationalize in your mind. But like I know there's no coming back from this. Right. right. But the whole thing was, well, your family just has to have faith. And you just have to have faith right. because he's not sick. He might be afflicted with demons. Right, right. And these aren't like hillbillies. Right, <laughs> these right. are like educated people. Right. 
And so I have this, and I still have this book. I found it in storage called Pigs in the Parlor. And it was a book that was given to me when I was like 15 about um, deliverance from demons, like of, of the Christian variety, not deliverance from like um, hypothetical demons or like, you know, uh, you know, our, our, our demons, but like actual like sent by Satan demons. And um, I just remember people coming to our house and like praying over him that he would be delivered from these, you know, demon. And I just remember thinking like, what the fuck? But like when you grow up around that, and then you've, you know, you've heard professors say, like I was a psych major, you've heard professors at your Christian college say, well, okay, well, when you're evaluating for someone for um, schizophrenia, um, do A, B, and C, but first you need to make sure this isn't demons. <laughs> right. Or like in, knowing, in class. Yeah. I swear to God. I'm a psych, I was a psych major. That, I swear so that, to you. I was in, in your class. I will never forget it. I will never, it was an abnormal psychology class. And the professor was talking about was schizophrenia specifically and the different characteristics and the treatment process. And But, you know, we also do have to pause and make sure that as Christians, we are using our gift of discernment oh, to make sure God, this that Christian this person school. is not. This is a Christian right, school. Of course. It makes sense. Of course, it, it all makes sense. Right. Yeah, just. And when you've been around that, like, no, like to answer your question, to have somebody come and call you like a heathen or something like, no, I guess it, for me, it like can't really like damage your relationship because I've seen so many other things right. that I think were like more offensive. Like, I mean, I know of a family that their child, a toddler was having medical issues and the mom thought that the baby was being afflicted because she watched like some Disney movie or Harry Potter or some, some truly, truly thought this. And was not getting their child medical help until it got like kind of serious, and then they went and got the child medical help. But I mean, she was just banging on to anybody that would listen that this was this was demonic. This wasn't you know like a neurological issue or whatever. So, you know, I've seen so many things that are just like kind of unbelievable if you didn't grow up in it. That it's like you know calling me that like it's just kind of par for the course from that crowd. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know? Jeez. Yeah. Okay. I could dig that. Just a lot of times, you you see a lot of fractured families, and you yeah. see a lot of people that are, you know, no, there's no coming back from the things that you said. It doesn't matter what your intention was. So I'm always curious when we have those circumstances to where, you know, people have shunned you and shamed you or, or you're the black sheep now. Yeah. You know, what that road is to, to get back to them or at least maintain some level of time. In my case, a few of the people that were maybe a little bit um, assertive with me have come to me to make amends over the years. That's good. And I can accept that because I don't mean this ugly. I think some of these brands of Christianity are cults. And it's hard for me to like hold that against you when you were like knee deep in the muck of a cult and i've seen you kind of pull back from that and like become more mainstream and normalized now you're like being accountable like okay we can we can move forward from that because i don't even know that that was something that you actually believed or were you being told this is how you handle your teenage daughter right you know like this is how you handle it did you actually even believe that or were you just doing you know what you were told to do from the people that control you so yeah Mm, yeah. right right. it's i think it's like different circumstances i mean anytime you use fear as like your main thing you know whereas religion most religions do yeah i mean that's that's cultish yeah you know what i mean like uh what's more powerful than the fear of eternal damnation or burning in hell yeah i mean that's that's a good one yeah that's a pretty strong one i mean think of think of a lot of cliches that say i'm a i'm a god-fearing man yeah, yeah. Why the fuck would you be a God fearing oh, man? You lucky I'm a God fearing man, or you lucky I'm a Christian woman. Oh, what, yeah. what the fuck? Or, right. Or Christian yeah. values. Like, <laughs> thoughts out you bullshit, so right. you might as well speak on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fucking hypocrites. There is. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of hypocritical stuff in in all religions, honestly. All religions. Um, 
<clears throat> I think the monotheistic ones. Um, That's another good word. <laughs> they're. <laughs> we need the bell. Nice, nice word. You've been bodying the words, Nick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm immensely <laughs> wrote a few down. Put those in my back pocket. Right, right, right. Save those. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, they just they, they utilize the fear. Um, and, I mean, I think. I think what attracts a lot of people to Christianity as well is that, like, you kind of get the get out of free jail card, right? With, with almost everything. Yeah, because yeah. as long as you accept Jesus into your heart that he died for your sins, you, you kind of got the free pass, yeah. right? Ask yeah. for forgiveness. Yeah, and that's what I think makes that hypocritical behavior happen because <laughs> yeah. it's it's factored into the theology. You can do, I mean, but purely by, like, the definition of, of like, a born-again Christian – um, is you can do whatever you want your entire life, and at the yeah. 11th hour, if you pull like a Ted Bundy and yeah. you accept Jesus yeah. into your heart, yeah. you are a Christian. Yeah. So yeah. you can yeah. do whatever you want all week long, and if you ask forgiveness on Sunday, like you can keep keep yeah. on doing it, which, yeah. yeah, you're right, should hit the ear kind of wrong, but yeah, um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Well, you see it. You meet people that are like, I, I remember I went to school with people that would do stuff, and they'd be like, oh, I mean, God will forgive me. Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. or you could just do that thing that's really not that bad and not worry about, Right. You could just like be a, like you know just like live your life. You're not hurting anybody. Like you right. don't ask for forgiveness for that. Exactly. We had a girl when I was in college get pregnant, and they kicked her out mm. because at that college Damn. you signed a contract that wow. you would not have sex before marriage. Oh shit! They put that. I in the contract. swear to in, you, in the it's a private school. College. I swear to you, this school made a choice wow. during the '80s to reject Title IX, no federal oh, funding, wow. okay. because they didn't want there to have to be any equal protection laws over them yeah so because they accept no federal funding to this day they can do whatever they want there's no rules wow. so yes yeah, signing a contract for like dress codes or you know no boys in your dorm or no drinking even if you're 21 but Damn. yeah no sex before marriage she got pregnant <clears throat> and they kicked her out but not the guy that got her oh they, well she well, led him astray well there you go i mean like she led him astray with, yeah. with the whole religion we have uh what's what's it called male chauvinistic um a mentality you yeah. know what i'm saying that uh a lot I think a lot of religions they they see the man as being more dominant or whatever, but they, they really don't like women. Well they just they look at women as support. I mean almost almost every major religion. religion yeah, yeah. You I, can I say mean, that for you almost yeah. can't get away from it. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Even, like, even Confu Confucianism. Yeah. Like is it sees the woman as subordinate. Yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I, and I and I just I just think like um, especially in my, in my culture, in our culture, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, how can you follow this shit? Yeah. You know, how can you really follow this shit? It has uh, racism, sexism, uh, sexism, homosexuality, um, anti all this shit. How can you follow? How can you be down with that shit? Well, I, I don't think you meant to say homosexuality there, but well, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, we got it's, the rest. It's, of it. it's in the Bible. Oh, oh, yeah, of course it is. I mean, it's in, it's in real life. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know um, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, and look, I mean, you can dissect the writ written text um, in, in different ways. I mean, there's a lot of symbolism, a lot of different aspects of spirituality in the Bible. The Bible is a is a is a great reference book. Like it's a great philosophical book if you Fuck break that it. Shit. I mean, maybe because you're you're thinking of it literally, but if you break it down, you know, from and which Joanna on on Akashflix does so well, like. There's astrology in in the in the Bible. There's numerology in the Bible. There's um, spirituality, like self self growth 
aspects in the Bible, all those different things, uh, because the entire book was written metaphorically, allegorically. Yeah. Right. So yeah. for anybody to think they know what the true interpretation is, can't really say that. Yeah. Um, I mean, but you know, it's, it, there's. With, with everything you just said, there's also some crazy shit like bashing babies' heads up against rocks and shit. How to beat your slaves properly? I, I didn't even want to go there, <laughs> but look, it just jumped yeah, right out. That's, right. An, you know that's what I'm in the Old Testament, yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, well, fuck. Yeah. I mean, hey, look, I don't, I don't use it as a philosophical book. I'm just saying that, you know, it's, 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 it's a book. Like, people need to quit putting it on a pedestal. It's a yeah, book. First and foremost, yeah, it's a book. The, the, you, if you take, if you read it and you take something from it, good for you. But yeah. it's not the only book. There are millions of other books out there. But because the religion says that this is the only way, it's it's looked at like it's the only book that that really matters, and it's not. Well, that's the kicker. It's a I mean, if you really read the Bible, it doesn't really say that this is the only way. It's how people have taken it and made it as if. It's the only way. So you know it don't say nothing like Jesus is the way to salvation. No. It's not. Well, he says no. that. He says, I'm what he said. I don't even interpret how you want. But what he says is, I'm the way, the truth and the light. No one comes to the father except through me. Wasn't that in the Bible? New Testament. Yeah. So it was in the Bible. Yeah. Yes or no. Yes yeah. or no. Yes no, or no, no, no. That's that's in the Bible. OK, but that's, that's how he's saying. referring to himself. He's if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but he's referring to himself as he's not referring to himself as special. He never refers to himself as special in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Now, Paul, you know, after Jesus dies, refers to him as special, mm -hmm. right? But him himself, he never, he never puts himself above anybody else. He never says, I'm the son of God. He says, we're all children of God. Mm -hmm. He never says that I'm the son of God, right? Mm -hmm. But obviously the religion doesn't work, mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> especially the way it's laid out today, if he's not divine, if he's not, I think that that um, that allows you to uh, like like the part where, where they say uh, don't lean on your understanding mm -hmm. as far as the Bible goes. I think that's a segue for that, so you can remain stupid, or you mm -hmm. can remain ignorant, yeah, or you can remain indoctrinated because you're so blind to the reality of the world because you're looking at this. Um, this book of bullshit that was written over 2,000 years ago and the laws of the land are different and we're trying to still put this square peg in this round hole and it's just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Do yeah. you get a lot of pushback from that crowd? Like you mentioned the guy mm -hmm. commenting like calling you like demonic or satanic like right. and this like the whole like um like the content of some like Oshka flicks like growing up i never would have been allowed that would have absolutely <laughs> been viewed as like a, a poor girl like right. demonic do you get that right. a lot like that feedback a lot from that crowd um we have gotten some but usually people just won't even touch it so you know we don't get a lot but once in a while we'll get you know something a little comment here a little Oh, our, um, just case in point, uh, no names or nothing, but I remember our last season, we did an episode called Religion versus Spirituality. Okay. And we had an individual on who is a, um, um, what is she, a, um, what's it called? What, what is San Julie? She's a, um, why can I? She's a friend of the show. No, 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 but what's her, her religion? Her, her religion. Um, I think a Hebrew Israelite. Israelite. 
oh, people okay. in Israelite. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, we just went back and forth. You know, you know, we had a good conversation about it, kind of like where she was coming from and kind of what I viewed spirituality as. And I created a couple reels on it or whatever. And an individual reached out to me, like literally. And, well, first they put a post up saying, you know, it's when people have a platform and they spread false information, it's, you know, I have an issue with that. And then that person DM'd me after that and sent me like pages upon pages of biblical stuff. Um, it just clicked. Uh, biblical stuff trying to justify why, you know, the Bible is the way, this, that, and the other. And, you know, I was real respectful and everything and made it a conversation. But, you know, it happens. It's ha it happens. But that's going to happen when you put out conversations like this because it's it goes against the grain. Like, what do people always tell you? You never talk about religion and politics, right? Right. Well, fuck that. We'll talk about whatever we want. Why? Right? The reason they say that, the reason they say that is because the motherfucking truth is going to come out eventually. The truth about religion and the truth about politics. The truth is it's a bunch of bullshit. And yeah. it, those are just super fiery topics that people, you know, like I think your normal. Yeah. Um, Judgment. Yeah, people let, or, or what I'm trying to say is people let their passion kind of take, mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. take over. You know, like I can yeah. sit and talk to anybody about anything. I can remain calm. You know, I'm not going, I'm going to stay, you know, where I am. But though mm -hmm. there are certain topics like religion mm -hmm. or like politics, shit like that yeah. to where people triggers. like. Those are triggers. Yeah, like triggers. you can't, you, it, it just, it, it escalates. That's why they say, you know, don't, why you don't talk about it? Because mm -hmm. you, it, it doesn't always end in, okay, this is. This is my opinion. You respect right. it, your opinion. I respect your opinion. I will walk away. Usually, you're wrong. Right. And it, there's no harm. You know, there's no, there's no like harm. That. There's no balance to people having their own opinions and people right. feeling the way that they feel. Right. Yeah. That's that indoctrination. I think it's the salvation part of it. Like that makes people so passionate about it. I mean, when you attach salvation to anything, I mean, salvation. Like, okay, I, eternally, I'd like to be in a decent place. Yep. You know what I mean? So when you attach salvation to whatever religion a person's in, like, and they're living their life that way with that type of passion and energy in it, and then somebody's telling them that, no, that's wrong, you know, they get a little defensive. I think everyone's you know? scared to die and to not know what happens after we die. And I think that's a really driving force, um, I think, for may maybe staying attached to a religion that has a component of like an afterlife. Mm -hmm. um, because nobody, not nobody, um, but a, a lot of people, especially if they grew up in that environment, you don't want to think that maybe like it's just lights out, you know, that right. you, know, you maybe don't go see like all your dogs and like your <laughs> gam gam and like whoever else. Like, right, right, right. This just might be it. So I think that it's when you start, you know, poking the bear a little bit and like having these conversations with people that maybe aren't like wanting to. It, you're calling into like the question this it turns into like a sunk cost fallacy situation like okay well if i was wrong about this am i wrong about like heaven like am i gonna die what's gonna happen here like what did i invest all my time in this for nothing and i i, I guess that's really what i've noticed um is that there's like this fear of what happens after this and if you have you know most of the religions um you you get to believe and have that comfort that yeah. this isn't it and I think it makes you live your life in a, like a more you take less risks because you feel like you're going to get another chance after this. Yeah. So that's just I mean my two cents, and I think why people like really cling to it even when it's like unhealthy and they don't even enjoy it. Yeah. They want to know there's something after this. Personally, are you afraid to die personally? I'm afraid to. Well, I was left alone at a young age, you know, because my dad dying, me and my younger sisters, um, and that was very traumatic, obviously. Um, so I think that my biggest fear isn't to die. 
but to like have died at an opportune time and my family not have me to take care of them. Um, but in terms of like actually like leaving this realm, no, not so much. Um, no, yeah, I don't know. I'm tired sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you know I'm what? Like, I want to know. You know what? <laughs> what, what about Dang. your definition? No, not I'm not afraid to die. Um, I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to transition anymore into um, a different realm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like me personally, man, and my journey, I, I've been through. You know, I went to Catholic school. Um, I was a Baptist, some other shit, um, some other shit, and then I, 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 when I, when I started studying Islam, and I made it like known within my family that I'm studying Islam. Um, that's really when I became like the black sheep of the family. Um, so when I left Islam, I, I got into being more spiritual and cosmic and shit. And um, I try to explain that to people, and they they don't understand it, or they they look at me like I'm crazy or whatever. But um, once I started letting all that shit go, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really believe in heaven and hell per se. But uh, no, no. What was the question? Are you scared to die? <laughs> scared to die. <laughs> <laughs> um. See, I'm not I'm not scared of of transitioning. Um, it's kind of similar to what you said. Like, it's more the fear of like, how is my five year old daughter gonna handle that? How's she gonna grow up without me? Because I know how how important I am to yeah. her. And what a big part of her life I am, and my oldest daughter, and you know, my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like those things. Um, that's the fear. It's not the transition. Now I take solace in the fact that. Um, I know that I know my soul family, so I know my next life will meet again. You know what I'm saying? I take solace in that. But at the same time, it's like you get so attached to this physical realm that you get attached to the relationships you have. Like, I like the fact that my daughter is my daughter. Mm-hmm. Next life, she might be my sister. She might be my brother. I might be her sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't control those things. And there's people probably watching this like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, next life. Wait, what? <laughs> See, that's that shit. That's what they talk about right there. <laughs> can't fuck with them motherfuckers. They crazy. Down Satan. Yeah. 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 So I think that's that's where it comes for me. Um what about you, bro? Um No, that's not a it's not a fear. Um Similar. I think I, I kind of battle with the idea, like when I think about it, because for me it's the same thing. You I mean if you lost a parent, you know, you have you have that you have those moments that you went through that you don't want anybody to go through yeah. so right. also at the same time i feel funny oh, i'm not afraid to die because everybody's gonna miss me it's, it's kind of how it comes mm-hmm. off you know when yeah. you say it yeah um but i think me personally at this stage i'm just you know i, I accept every, everyone dies you know it's something that everybody has to face um and i i if anything i probably mentally prepare myself just to not worry about things that are outside of my control like what happens to them when i'm gone you know mm-hmm. it's I just try to rest in like it's supposed to happen or, you know, any obstacles that they're going to face, they're supposed to face and, and that sort of thing. So um, did I answer the question? Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah. So no. I ain't good job, man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. I, th- I think like. Y'all look good on camera, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like dealing with death, like um, when my wife passed away and my cousin passed away, my cousin, he kind of really prepared me for, 
his passing and anyone's passing in my life that you know what I'm saying it's it, it's it's an ease because once when my cousin was here and um we had relatives that that transitioned um one thing that he told me was to be strong be strong for for people who can't be strong for themselves you know and it was plenty of times I had nervous breakdowns and shit uh in the closet or whatever but um not letting anybody see but um uh, I think like with my family and hopefully hopefully that I've been instilled enough in my children that they'll be able to handle this life if if I transition if I transition tomorrow I love y'all you know what I'm saying um but my ticket was just punched you know you know what I'm saying I think I've over the last maybe a couple of years I've definitely fallen into a space where like look I'm not holding anything back from anybody that I love like right. people get yeah, these random sure. ass right. I love you text. it's kind of I remember one I think recently I texted my sister I didn't get no text what do you think they'll tell you <laughs> no. <laughs> no no I'm just kidding but we push love around no <laughs> No, I mean, but and I, 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 I kind of reserve those texts for like my family that's in Chicago. You know, oh, I think probably okay. one of the things that really bothers me is probably I don't, I don't give back as much. I don't talk to my mom as much as I want to. I don't talk to my little brother, my older sister, my nephew. You know, there are people. You know, when you move away from your, mm-hmm. when you move away from your family and everybody's gone. You know, there is, um, you know, there's some guilt there and whatnot. Um, you know, and then you wrap it up and I'm just, I'm busy, I'm doing whatever I need to do or whatever. But when you sit down and look at it, what's more important than your family? Like, what's more, you know, like I, be, I think to myself, what's more important than making sure, like, I touch base with my mom weekly? Yeah. Still don't do it, you know, to the, to this day. Like, I, I still don't. So, um, I don't know, man. Got to do better. This shit always makes me, like, just get to a point where, like, let me stop worrying about the dumb shit that I'm worried about. Like, what's, what's most important to me? Word up. All the relationships that I have is the most important thing to me. Those are the things that bring me the most joy. They're the things that bring me the most fulfillment. You know, we always we had the dream of film. You know, we yeah. had all these dreams over the years, like music, like film, mm-hmm. um, you know, photography, all that. You know, which is which is dope. Cooking but, show, huh? Cooking show. Yeah, you yeah. know. But honestly, when you just sit down and think about it, at the end of the day, none of that like gave me the feeling that these loved ones that I have does. Like mm-hmm. the way that they rock with me, the way that I rock with them. Yeah. So. Why can't I just shoot up that weekly text? Is I'm like, what's wrong? Why can't I just send out that text once a week? Hey, bro. Or call even. It's all a process, man. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Right. You're getting there. Yeah. Incremental steps, dog. All of us, man. Random love texts. Yeah. They work. They make you feel better. They make yeah. you feel better about right, yourself. Right. Yeah. Nicolette, do. what's your what's your philosophy on um on on death? What do you think happens? <sighs> Okay. Because we're going to get into you for the rest of the show. Oh, we're, God, we're no. We're going to get into you. <laughs> <laughs> your podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I, don't, I don't know. I try to be an open-minded person. I enjoy – I'm like, I feel like I'm a scientific-minded person. Um, I'm in school for engineering, psychology before. Um, I like things that I can, like, see and quantify, but I'm also not arrogant enough to think that, like, science – as it stands has every answer ever will have every answer there's just things i've seen things i've experienced that don't have an explanation um you know trustworthy people that i've known that have seen things that you know like what happens after you die that i'm like okay well i don't know but i i I think that at the very least when people pass away they can imprint like energy that's the very least i think that might happen 
Um, also like near that would be, you know, are there different dimensions? Like when you hear about like ghost stories, for example, you hear they're kind of like floating off the floor. Well, was that because there's like another realm? Like do we transition to another realm after this? That's like just three feet above us. You know, mm -hmm. what does that look like? So I think that something happens. I don't, I don't personally think it's lights out. I think that something happens or maybe it's just lights out for some people. And some people have, you know, a journey they continue on with or, you know, unfinished business. But, um, I don't know. I think there's, I think there's something I've just, you know seen some weird, <laughs> weird <laughs> shit heard some weird shit that's what's up yeah hmm what you think hmm. do you die do we die yeah what do you think um i think because we're energetic beings our energy transfers into something else okay. doesn't necessarily die it keeps on going um i think that we will be alive in our the memories of our people our children our parents um, cousins, our relatives, our friends, we'll stay alive within that memory for as long as it, it carries out. So I don't, I don't think that. Um, I think I believe in a little bit of reincarnation type shit. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what number of life this is that I've been on, but you know, I've been here before. I've seen things before, so I, I don't, yeah, I think, I think we just return, return to the essence. Word. Matt, what you think? I don't know. But I do have this prevailing thought that what if whatever you believe is what happens? So oh. if you think it's lights out, lights out. Ooh, you know, like, that's I'll, interesting. I'll, I'll, Create that, your own reality. All right. Yeah, I yeah. can't. It's just a thought that I just I can't shake. That's just always there when I'm just chilling, um, relaxing. You know, in my my downtime, I just I just always have these uh, these ideas, these thoughts, these visions of man. Like you, you know, whatever you believe, what your thoughts are, like that's what you kind of are rolled into. You yeah. Know? But then again, I don't know. As, as I guess, no one knows. No, but, no, and that's that's the kind of the beauty of it, and that's why when we talk about religion and they tell you what your salvation is going to be, it's kind of like, eh, no, nah, you really don't know. So, but um, you know, for me. Um, kind of similar to what you guys said. I'm into science, you know, but I'm also into the quantum aspect of science, the the etherical, the 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 energy field. Um, we are all energy, you know. Our bodies are just containers. At the end of the day, and when we die, the container is, you know, doesn't have use anymore. But the energy within us, you know, energy cannot be created or destroyed. So. It will always be here. Mm -hmm. Now, whether that transmute transmutes into something else, whether there's a holding pattern, whether it's like what's that movie that was on Disney recently um, with Jamie Foxx? What was that shit called? Soul. Soul. Yeah. It's like soul, you know, uh -huh. or you you know you go on the the escalator up to you know the so-called heaven or whatever. Um, I do believe in in multiple lifetimes. I do believe that life is a school. Um, there's an educational aspect of it, and I do believe that we ascend consciously. Um, so, depending on where you are in this life, there's some there's some there's some karma attached to it. I believe, um, you know, when you see people that you know have diseases or you know physical ailments and stuff like that, you know, I think there's a possibility that there's some karmic debt attached to that. You know, that's just a personal philosophy, mm -hmm. um, because we've I, I I just feel like we've all been through this many, many times. And if you look at the world the way it is, like if you look in third world countries and why people are born into those dispositions, you know, you gotta ask yourself, 
you know, why there's really no justification for that. You can't say it's just circumstance or coincidence. You know, they might be at the beginning of their ascension process, you know, so they have to go through the survival aspect, just like the chakras, the root chakra is survival. So maybe you have to go through the survival aspects and then work your way up, you know, through, you know, some type of, what is it, tree of life, like, you know, Kabbalic style or something, you know, whatever. But ultimately, um, in a roundabout way, I hope I'm making sense. <laughs> We're all energy. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. There's good information <laughs> out there. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, some, some yeah. interesting things. For um, sure. But, you know, I just think um, understanding who your soul family is, not just your blood family, your soul family. Can you give us a definition? Yeah, what is a soul family? family? I was okay. going to ask you that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. Okay, so. Did not know. When you live multiple lifetimes, you have the, you have the, same, the same people around you. Right. They may be in different forms, okay. uh, but they're the same souls, basically. And if you can identify those in your current, you know, uh, incarnation, you know, um, those are going to be the people that have the most impact on your life. The ones that are there for you, the ones you click with. Right. They've probably been here before with you or I'm sure you've met someone. You're like, man, I feel like I've known them forever. Right. That type of relationship, that's most likely somebody that's in your soul tribe. When they talk about soul mates, that's kind of what they're talking about in Twin Flames and, no, I've read and about Twin things Flames. like that. Um, so when you find your soul family, you know, you can take solace in knowing that you're always going to have them in your, in your incarnations. They'll just be in different forms, you know. Because so, we've been, you know, we've all been women before. We've all been men before. We've, you know, uh, you know your, your husband may have been your son in another life or you know vice versa or whatever the case may be so but you you definitely believe in reincarnation that's reincarnation so you yeah. believe in oh yeah so, so essentially yeah. Okay. Yeah. no I, yeah. I wasn't sure if you yeah. were now there is an aspect of atheism that is spoken about it before mm -hmm. but like atheism you know they look at it like okay well all of these different theories they're just theories like there's no proof of any of it mm -hmm. so how can why would we spend so much energy on something that we have zero proof exists you know what i mean and and that's just one aspect of, of atheism shout out yeah. to pro-black atheists <laughs> sure it's a thing um so i mean that's that's an interesting aspect um because think about it like if you look at your body like a computer right um or a phone since we're in the smartphone era you know, if you go sell your phone or give it away, you're going to wipe it clean, right? Mm -hmm. So if you look at your life and you, what you, when you die, it just wipes everything clean. Then even if you were born again or not born again, like you'd never know. So like you could literally be born again, but not be the same person because you, you had a clean slate. You've kind of been, you've kind of been reset and you would never know. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That probably went over everybody's head. No, you made yeah, sense. Yeah, sense. Too. No, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, or this might all be a simulation. It might all be about you. Oh, you know what I'm saying? This is, <laughs> well, we are all in trouble then. This is the <laughs> Nicolette show. <laughs> like you're all in trouble. Yeah, I think I lean more toward at this point, having experienced enough religion, I would say. Yeah. Um, I think it's very fascinating. I love talking about it, but I think that I probably land somewhere in like, if there's a God, I think it's probably more like, you know, like that show with the book American Gods, where it's like Greek and Roman mythology style, and there's like a shit ton of them. 
and they're all like in battling and fighting like that for me is easier to believe than just like one god because i'm like well if there's one why can't there be like a thousand of them so there is that's what i think if there if it's like that there can be one then by that logic there can be many so i'm i that one makes some sense for for me like the, the religions that are like there's like a, a ton of them and they're always like battling yeah. and fighting i'm like okay i can, I can so get like, with that there's yeah. something like 888 guys being worshipped on earth today is that a real number or you just came no nah, i think that's like that's common. a real number it's either 88 or 8800 oh it's more yeah. than 88 how so many in hinduism 8800 thousands actual yeah oh like uh-huh. actual ideologies of god that are being worshipped yeah hindus had a lot um in the world the, today interesting Egyptians had a lot of different gods. Uh, Greeks, so uh, many different Egyptians gods. have. Well, I think what we think that the Egyptians look at as gods are really just principles, like Anubis, Thoth. Right. They all had. They so, had, all had actions because they we look. They looked at the universe as in action. The humans yeah. with the bird heads and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I really like yeah. um, like practical magic type religions like reading about like like the occult or like voodoo and hoodoo yes. oh, I, yes. voodoo. Yeah. I like, I like that because i'm like i think especially coming from like a religious background where it was like you are not in control men above you are making decisions for you and you stay in line i like the thought of religions where you can take things into your own hands that's yes. really appealing to me yeah well if you think about it like everything is energy right and there are people out there that understand how to manipulate it. Now, when people talk about witches and, and stuff like that, they usually it's usually from some type of religious sect that is seeing that and looking at that as ungodly, right? Um, because but what it really comes down to is the intention. Like there's not a like there's not I guess you could say there's a bad witch per se. But it's not about being a witch. It's about the intention of what you do. There's only one type of magic. It's not black magic and white magic. That's all that is, is the intention. You take the same magic, the same energy, and if you manipulate it in, in something that brings harm on somebody or that's going to hurt someone, well, that's the intention. It's not the actual magic. You feel what I'm saying? So, um, I, th- I mean, I'm, I'm into all that shit. Like, one, I'm fascinated with um, um, Aliester Crowley. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he there's not a person, on, or at least that I know of, that I've read about that was able to manipulate magic like he was. Now, yeah, he, he was in the sex magic, right? He's sex magic, every kind of fucking yeah. magic. Like, this yeah. dude knew how to manipulate. And, and he was called, considered evil? Yeah, they called him yeah. Satan. Yeah. You know, because he was able He's to do He's a very that. interesting motherfucker, though. Yeah, he, he really is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, and, and, and I'm going to go against the grain, and I'm going to say this, that um, I have spoke about atheists. Cause I'm into that kind of shit, not you know what I'm saying. I, I've been to I'm into the kind of like knowledge of their ideology, their mindset. Um, but I was I was reading some shit about uh, Satanism, and um, you know it's 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 not all about drinking blood and and worshiping the devil and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's um, about knowing and light, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like uh, living your life. Um, and not being afraid of the fears that you've been cast upon to believe in in like a, a Christianity mm-hmm. or Islam, but it's like living your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some choose to to worship the dark, dark, darkness and shit, but but it's not so much as like good and evil. Like you know what I'm saying? Well, everything. Remember we talked about duality, right? Yeah. Everything there's without 
without dark, there could be no light and vice versa. Good, bad, whatever, yin, yang, however you want to slice it. Right. So, but both sides are needed. Right. Like both sides. Are, so, so that's, that's kind of where that, that comes into play as well. I mean, but if you, if you think about it too and you take it a, a little further, um, you come to the realization that uh, the God and the devil are on the same team. Same organization, bro. Yeah, same, same, <laughs> same team, same, uh, same representatives. You know, it's, it's just the same. Yeah, and and fun fact, and I'm gonna butcher the name, so I apologize, everybody. But the idea of good and evil, God and devil, heaven and hell, actually came from a religion, um, a Persian religion mm-hmm. called Astronor. Ast- Astorianism. I'll get it right. I, I can't remember it right now. I'll mm-hmm. post it or something. Um, but yeah, because like the when you look at Judaism and how long that that religion took to kind of formulate and everything that they went through with exile and everything like that, when they were in Persia, they they actually pulled a lot of those customs in and made them a part of of their religion. Oh, yeah. So. Everything is borrowed from, from, from other different concepts. Um, oh, yeah. For me, I personally think that we are all God. I'm God. You're God. You're God. You're God. We're all pieces of the ultimate, the, the, the total energy source because we're all energy. Um, and together, collectively, we form God. Like that's that's truly what I what I believe. And that's how I've, I wish everybody would look at the world, because when you're not putting some mythical figure or figures on pedestals, you know, we're all, we can all live in harmony because we're all working together because we are all God. We're all, you know, the collective consciousness of the world. But not everybody feels that. No. No. Favorite, favorite serial killer. Mm. Tough because they all suck ass. But, Wait, that's okay. uh, <laughs> Where did that question come from? That's a random question to ask a person. Why well, she brought up Ted Bundy. I did. A I while mentioned Ted Bundy. And, and he's right because I am very far down that rabbit hole. So you, yeah, you're correct. You pegged me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess like most interesting, uh, there's so many like really like, just despicable ones. Um, I'm really interested in Eileen Warnos. Uh, because she was the one, if you're not familiar, I think everyone is, just like kind of like a really like underserved poor woman who had like, I mean, Eileen Warnes had every card stacked against her in life, like abused as a child, like no real semblance of a family, was, you know, um, abused by like children in her neighborhood, like sexually abused by children in her neighborhood. And um, she grew up working as a, like a prostitute in truck yards and she ended up killing like a handful of men and some of them she claimed you know, had abu- had abused her and she was defending herself yeah, this is the one that they made the movie yes Monster. With, yes that's the one scarlett johansson yeah yes no, not, or is it charlie Theron? charlie Ch- Theron. Ch- yes yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. um okay. i just think she's such an interesting Ooh, that's figure some, that's some good shit boy. yeah that's a great yeah. movie She's the makeup in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's crazy. The, story, the whole storyline is, is like is it's really good as fuck. I yeah. mean, if you're into that kind of shit, because yeah. you know, like uh, I studied her too, and I saw the movie and shit, and um, you know, it led me to go a little bit deeper. But she was killing these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know she did it. <laughs> like she was killing these <laughs> motherfuckers with no remorse. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like some of them tried to sexually abuse her, and she she was just punching a ticket. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Yeah, like fuck it. 
and no she, remorse. she, um, there was a woman that made a lot of money, uh, like, um, basically like trying to adopt her, mm. like while she was in prison. And it was just like a totally like self centered, motivational, mm. like money grab move. Mm. And it's just like every person in Eileen Warno's life from the time she was a kid was like exploiting her, or abusing her in mm. some way. And mm. she definitely had like some mental health issues, like probably like a, you know, borderline personality disorder situation. But I just think she's so interesting because it's like, was she born or was she created? Mm. I think she was created. Yeah, absolutely. Like that poor little kid, like yeah. she never had a freaking chance. Due to circumstance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just the, the shit that she was going through just kind of altered her mind yeah. to to operate in a different reality. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and she was justifying her killings. So you know that's kind of like, well, she's not of the the um, normal mindset. No. You know what I'm saying? Her mindset has become abnormal due to her traumas and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's really, you know, because it's so easy, like, you know, to, you know, it's just a monster, just a bad person, just a mm -hmm. monster. I think even with, you know, the Jeffrey Dahmer situation, like, mm -hmm. he sucked. Like, I think he purposely went into the community he went into because he knew no one was going to investigate where these mm -hmm. gay brown men were going. Mm -hmm. I think that was an intentional move. And he is despicable for that and like irredeemable. But I just look at so many of these 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 killers had these like really fucked up childhoods. Oh, yeah. right. And you look at it like from thirty thousand feet and go, Well, of course they <laughs> But I mean a lot I guess a lot of people do, you know, have really like traumatic things happen to them and yeah. don't. And I think that's what always interested me about like abnormal psychology was mm you know what t has one person has like a traumatic upbringing and like not they they just go on to maybe a productive person or just a normal person and then another person has all these horrible things happen and they become a monster and it's like what what makes it happen to one but not the other and that's mm -hmm. what i think I, and a lot of people like that's why they enjoy you know, the uh, serial killers i was, I was re reading up like the serial killers have like three things in common um severe head trauma yes they wet the bed and it was um it was one more. I can't really put my animals. finger on. Um, maybe it's like uh, mutilation of animals mm -hmm. or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. But there's three facets. Like, okay, like I you can check all three boxes. Didn't yeah, you? I, like you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, hold up, hold You know what I'm saying? I was running and I hit my head on the table. Right, I peed the bed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but wait but the pee to the bed who didn't pee the bed I mean but, everybody hey, bro, peed the bed it's it's, it's lit if you don't think you did your yeah, family is nice at like fifteen yeah. oh what age you well about? I mean not maybe fifteen but, you know what I'm saying like <laughs> that's old yeah but but yeah. even at fifteen who yeah. who hasn't had the dream to where like yo oh, I'm in the bathroom yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you feel that little warm yeah. uh, uh, last time I had it, I was 37. And you covered yeah. up real quick. <laughs> I was, I was that shit, up real shit. I mean, you know. Yeah. Who ain't right. covered up a little pee? Right. In their lifetime right. before. Right. Don't nobody know about it. Who got a pee story in the Right, right. right. But it's like three, those three. Um, oh, oh, okay. So it's severe head trauma, uh, went in the bed, and then sometimes it's like a sexual abuse or some shit. Yeah. So they're all... Like the serial killers they done study, they all had that shit in common. Mm. The majority of having had that shit in common. Those three factors in common. Yeah, even the one most recently that with the Dahmer documentary or not documentary Netflix being out, his parents said he was a perfectly normal little kid, and then he was put under for a hernia surgery, like under mm -hmm. general anesthesia, mm -hmm. and he came back out, mm -hmm. and he was never the same kid. And our, uh, our our one daughter, our four year old, just has like 
the shittiest enamel on the planet. Like, I don't know what the deal is. But they, from the time she was little, they've been like, we need to put her under general anesthesia to, you know. And I'm like, oh, we're going to look into some other things. Because that's always been in the back of my head. It's yeah. like, we're putting, like, toddlers under, like, general anesthesia. Like, maybe we take, like, a wait-and-see approach to this situation. Yeah. Because, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you take, no. like, one good bonk to the head or, you know, yeah. don't get enough oxygen for enough mm. time. And it's, yeah, it completely yeah. changes the person. Yeah. Damn. Mm-mm. That's crazy. scary. Yeah, yeah, a little scary. It is. A little scary. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, like what, like, like you think about, it, man, like what, um, what fuels the serial killers? You know, what I'm saying, what makes them so different from the normal average person? There's something that clicked. You know, what I'm saying, like conscious. Some would say, well, yeah, empathy. Yeah, uh, I mean, because I mean, I know people. You know, serial people. I don't know serial killers. Statistically, okay. at least serials? one of us knows one, and we don't know we know them. Right, right. right. I, 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 well, I maybe know. we do know I know some people that stay away from this next to me and shit. Put them on fucking Trump. But, like, like, I know people that really lack empathy. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah, if you think about yeah. something, if you lack empathy, yeah. um, and you have bad circumstances in your life, like, those two things could cause you to kill someone. Now, to be a serial killer... That's probably a little bit deeper, but like if you don't have any empathy, and you're in a bad circumstances, a bad environment, or something like that, I, I could totally see how somebody could could do that. Um, yeah, that that lack of empathy is a motherfucker. Yeah, because because you, know, you don't care about mm-mm. anything. Mm-mm. Right, right. Yeah, so, that's I don't know. Shit. That is crazy. So your podcast, you talk about you know everything within the the paranormal, pretty yeah. much. I know the, um, one of the ones I listened to, you talked about. Um, horror movies yes right? yeah so do you have uh, like a top five or anything like that yeah definitely um, you share with us she's like oh i got this absolutely <laughs> i got this right here i'm glad you asked yeah. number one i could talk about all day have you seen the movie hereditary oh yes i love that movie scariest fucking movie hereditary? i think i've seen hereditary is so. tony collette in it she's you and phenomenal but basically the, there's like this death in this family like a traumatic death that happens at the beginning of the movie and um it's like a witchy demon kind of movie but it's completely different than any other witchy demon kind of movie i've seen like the last like 15 20 years um absolutely terrifying movie i still years after watching it it's been like three or four years since i've seen it i i don't plan to watch it again i'm good <laughs> it's scary it's the, yeah, the it's imagery good. is terrifying yeah, it's, it's and tony really collette movie. is you know excellent and just horrifying and i think that's that's one of the scariest movies that i've seen in a very long time yeah yeah it's so good so good so good such a good movie i can vouch for that it's one of those ones like sometimes i'll go back and just like reread the plot on wikipedia like when i want to scare myself a little bit (laughs) i won't rewatch the movie (laughs) and then i'm like looking in the corners of the room in the dark like why did i do this to myself but yeah, that one, and then um, have you, the new Terrifier that's out. Mm-hmm. Terrifier Did you think that was two. scary? I will not watch it. Really? Because I thought the first one was so disgusting. Okay, all right. <laughs> Did okay. you watch it? Yeah. No. Okay, so so check it out. So the little gig I work at, you know what I'm saying, everybody's talking about this movie. I, I'm, I, I like scary movies that are actually scary. Yeah. Not a whole lot of blood and guts and gory and shit. Because right. that doesn't always equate it to scary, right? Yeah. So, um, man, we start watching this shit. And um, it's just—it's gore porn. Yeah, it's just—it's yeah. just so over the top, and it's just so, so it's it's like it's so extreme. Yeah. with the gore and shit, you know. Yeah. What I'm saying? But it wasn't all that scary though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Wait, guys, what's what's gore porn? Is that a new category? It's like hostile like it. and saw, where like the the, oh, where the theme saws. of the movie yeah. is just like 
yeah. um, being as like disgusting as possible yeah. rather than like so it's not that you weren't being said you weren't it's not sexual at all it's nasty. no 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 it's nasty. just a lot of hardcore gore, gore. Yeah. pulling guts out uh gouging yeah. eyes out yeah okay and it's this like mime shit. looking clown and that act was great right black and white mime clown and he doesn't art the clown is his name and he doesn't art the clown. laugh or like or he doesn't like when he laughs he doesn't make a noise he doesn't yeah. talk yeah, I was just saying, he, doesn't, so he doesn't talk right he doesn't talk he, he never said i, I didn't so see him saying creepy. Anything. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like when he kills people like like the dude he killed that was was on the phone i mean it was so it was it was there's so much overkill in the movie yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. The motherfucker was dead after three, it's four. It's such a gross movie. It, it is. I didn't it see is. the second uh-huh. one. I saw the first one. And that was I, like enough for See, me. I skipped over the first one and went to the straight to the second, second one because I was like, well, I've never heard this shit. So, I can't. Yeah, that's one that I don't. I, I, that scares me. I ain't seen a no horror movie since I was like 14 years old. You don't watch old. them? Right. No. I, I None. Well, my wife, she, she's terrified of them. And I just kind of got out of the yeah. game. Oh, okay. And then I tried to go back in the game when... Um, uh, it was one movie. Um, what was that horror movie? They had gone over to another um, a bit Midsommar. Yeah. Yeah. What, what okay, is it? that is the same director same as Hereditary. Director, yes. Yeah. What is it? Midsommar. 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 They go to Sweden, I think. Right? Yeah. Yes. Midsommar. I made it mid through same the movie, director as Hereditary. and I was done. Okay. 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 Wait a minute. Yeah. I didn't that, think was, that, that was scary. That was crazy. Was it? Okay. That, that movie was, was nuts. Crazy. I was yeah. disturbed. Is it where they go to yeah. a, some kind of festival? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Some crazy shit. I got so fucking. That was my reintroduction into horror movies. Okay. And I'm just good for wrestling. They went to the house. Was it the house? It was. It was like the wick. Shit in it and stuff yes. like that. That's the one. Familiar? Yeah. Okay. All and right. he's in a bear seat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they were on movie. some different shit. That's no the same director's hereditary. I mean, he's it, just really good at very disturbing. It's like it's yeah. That's that. I would not watch it. That's another one. I'm not going to rewatch that one. I'm good. So I got a question. Do you like international horror flicks more, or do you like domestic horror flicks more? Um. I mean, there's like some of the like inter- like like uh, there's some ones like older ones that were kind of creepy. Um, I, I, my personal favorite, like, I don't really go for like, the slasher or the gore. Mm. I like really like campy, cheesy horror movies. Mm. And then also like paranormal demon ones. Mm. I like shit that's like not super likely to happen because mm. I don't get too scared. Mm. Like home invasion shit. I don't want to watch that. Right, like right, slasher right, stuff right. that could happen to me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, any of like the paranormal stuff. I like, yeah. enjoy that. And like campy old ones, like the old vampire movies, any Wolfman yeah. movie. I'm going to yeah. watch every werewolf movie. Yeah. Dog so, soldiers. Right. Where does the original it land on? your list because that movie ruined it I'm yeah ruin my you're life. a kid i mean yeah man man i, I wouldn't yeah. i didn't walk past the drain in like seven years after uh, that movie yeah. it was it was terrifying it was just a clown tim I'm, curry they were um at the time that the movie had come out we were i think we were all in elementary school maybe you were in high school maybe i was but, probably i was probably selling the seven seats a little, that time. little older but um <laughs> yeah but right at that time, like there was a clown going around the south side of Chicago, like abducting kids. Was so, it really? Yeah, in real life? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was God, um, fuck that. So it was like it the clown, and it was homie the clown. And then like there was so like there was this period where we couldn't go outside for recess and shit. Like it was real shit. <laughs> wow, it was real shit. Yeah, That's it was traumatic. Kind of, uh, very. Yeah. Fuck a clown. Wow. <laughs> I, don't I like clowns a lot, but not if I had lived through that, I probably no. wouldn't <laughs> like that either. I still did like home. I would still put. So- I still to this day would put some socks and like uh, ball. Socks and yeah. socks and it. Homer the clown. Homer the clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't yeah, Ted Bundy a clown? Huh? No, not Ted Bundy. Damn, what's the No, you're, you're thinking John about Wayne John Wayne Gacy. Gacy. Yeah, was he? Pogo the Gacy clown. Is from, yeah. who, who, Wisconsin. Uh, Why are they always from Wisconsin? 
Because there's nothing else to do in the middle of Kill people and eat cheese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm saying. Um, dress up like the clown, the clown, and did some crazy shit. God, yeah, he, he he like that shit. Shit. crazy. Yeah, I, I like that shit. It's no. crazy. Yeah. All right, so we're at Hereditary. You said what was that Terrifier. one? Terrifier. Terrifier. Okay. So summer, some shit. Midsommar. Yeah, Midsummer. We're gonna lump that one in there too because I was forget. Yeah, okay. we're at number three. F- freaky. Exorcist. The Exorcist. That was my mm. first horror movie, favorite horror movie. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think it's scary anymore. Like you mm. know, having seen it so many times. But at the time, very scary. Yeah, very, very yeah. scary. Very See, like scary. Those those, reli- those ones with the religious undertones. Yeah, definitely. Like I should say, overtones the way they do yeah. that shit. Um, I love those. Yeah. yeah. yeah Exorcist, my top two. That's a great movie. Yeah. I like The Omen. Omen's, yeah, that was Omen's one, yeah. my number Absolutely. one all yeah. time. Cujo scared me a lot as a kid. Yeah. We had a lot of dogs, yeah. and I was like, yeah. turn yeah. on me. It's coming. Yeah, that was the most like, ferocious dog I've ever seen. Yeah. It, it terrified the shit out of me, too. Yeah. As, yeah, man. As a kid, Cujo? Yeah. Fuck that. I think my mom had a Pinto, too, at the time. No way. Oh, when yeah. we was kids. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was crazy. I didn't know rabies could do that fucking shit to a dog. You, yeah. you see, do you know what it does to people? Don't watch those YouTube videos. Well, rabies does to people. Yeah, it's like a death sentence if they if you don't get like the um, like the treatment really quickly. Like if you put like this, if you get bit by something and the rabies symptoms set in, like you're done. Like there's not like a cure if oh. the if the symptoms have started. You get like lockjaw. You avoid water, and your nervous system just like shuts yeah. down. There's like sure. videos of like that progression on YouTube, and like don't recommend watching them. Don't but watch them. Yeah. <laughs> don't watch. Don't watch. Right. Don't watch. No don't reason watch to them. check it out. Don't watch. Yeah. I'm going to check them out. Yeah, I, I'm going to check them out. That's your Because I want to just see. Yeah. yeah, it's wild. Under the, the, the you know, the um the mind thing of rabies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think that would be interesting to watch. It is. Because, like, you know, you think about, like, a couple years ago, we had we had the shit with people um, fucking with bath salts. Oh, oh yeah. You remember that I, shit? Yeah, I remember that. Is that a Florida thing? Uh, a Florida I activity. Yeah. And um, I remember one story specifically where they said a, a dude was eating his dog because he was high off bath salts. So it kind of turns people into zombies almost. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That is crazy. No, I had a personal experience with bath salts in Denton, Texas. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Do tell. I'm not using them. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I, I lived in, in these apartments and there was just this huge commotion one night and like cops and like banging around in like this narrow hallway. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And we open the door and look out and there's the, the neighbor up the hallway stairs is getting like yanked down the stairs by like probably like five, six cops. And he was just, I mean, like shoving, they were having a hard time and found out later he was just like off his ass on bath salts. Ooh, and it, someone, that, I mean, someone called it in and they took him in. But I mean, they were having trouble restraining this guy. He wasn't a particularly large that K2 person. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. You get that crazy that strength going. Yeah. Damn. That's yeah. crazy. I just I'm just I'm curious. If you if you saw what bath salts like did, like what what was the ben- like what was the buzz that you got from bath salts that to make you want to do that? Like why would a person ever want to do bath salts after you saw what happened? <sighs> Everybody know what the what there's all there's know. usually this thing that you're trying to feel is somewhere you're trying to escape to. Yeah. What was that? I don't Nobody know. know. I mean, it worked for crack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she ain't got no tea. She looked like about some. 47 pounds. I want to try that. One. You know what I'm saying? When the bath salts, there was another one too where somebody ate somebody's face. Yeah, if yeah. I'm remembering oh, the thing, yeah, I, I remember. They yeah. were yeah. That was that spice. Oh, yeah, that was a spice. Yeah, okay, yeah, spice I remember shit. that. It was all in the same family. That spice K two. Yeah, 
I forget. Yeah, K two. Uh, I forgot about that. that. Cheese shit. You know all that really synthetic shit with my little was like turning my fucking into. Do not mess gun. with that shit. Nah, I can't nah. move a leg. I can't move a leg. Nah. What's that? I was letting him know my whole bottom half is done. I can't right feel now? anything. Oh, it's numb. I can't. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't even move. Okay. I'm trying to move my big toe right now. Ho- hopefully, <laughs> we don't have a move. fire drill. I can't. No, no, no. No. From your chair? Yeah. Yeah. It's just. All right, well, let's let's get some final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with you, Chef. Um, give some final thoughts, brother. Um, give always, some guidance and wisdom to the people. I always, I always enjoy um, talking about religion. Uh, personally, I, I understand that, that I have done a lot of growing because usually when I talk about religion, they become um, highly aggressive or passionate. Um, I do despise religion. And um, I, I think I held my own pretty nice today, not getting all emotionally carried away. Um, and really, I'm proud of you, brother. You kept uh, it cool. Appreciate that. You kept it cool, man. Absolutely. Uh, how I ex- extremely feel about religion. I think it's my presence. I think my presence calms yeah, you down a little bit. It does. You know it does. That, and you know what? You're the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna hug it out? <laughs> oh, we're gonna hug. <laughs> we're gonna hug. Because <laughs> that's what we do around here. <laughs> We hug and we love each other. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so that's my final thoughts. I would just say that if you're someone that you feel having a um, formal religion benefits your life, to just really look at it from a lot of different viewpoints. Uh, Make sure you understand what it is that you are following and that you are um, furthering and making sure that it's not – uh, harmful to you or harmful to um, other people, and if it you know ticks those boxes and helps you feel better, then I suppose to each their own. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, shout out your podcast and where they where they can find you. On oh social yes. Media uh, so I'm on Instagram as Nicolette Planchette, and the podcast is called Your Best Ghoul, and it's on all the streaming services. Nice. Awesome. Check it out. Egg well, cups. I mean, I usually have a, a stupid way that I end the show, like incredibly silly, but I, that was that felt good, very <laughs> profound. So I'm, I'm trying not to end it the way I normally do. Um, let's on record. Let's go on record with saying that we are going to be a guest on your show. Let's go. Yes, let's, let's yeah, no, that. we're committing to that. All right, that's committed. I had a great time. Uh, I picked up a lot of information. Uh, I enjoy listening to you individuals. I haven't seen you in like a decade. Crazy. So what a nice way to reconnect, I know. right? Yeah, super cool. Wild. Um, that's all I got. Oh, my lower half is still numb, so let's, let's speed it up. <laughs> um, hey, let's speed like, it up. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get up. Play the song. Uh, you know, before we call it a night, man, let's uh, give you a round of applause oh, shit, for your documentary. You know oh, what I'm thank you, man. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Um, thank you. That's not, y'all help uh, too, man. Shit. Yeah, let's um, give you your flowers now. Uh, it was awesome. Thanks, bro. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate um, I'm really glad to be a part of it with you guys. Um, I just think you did an excellent job, bro. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Means a lot. Means a lot. I want to second that. Thank you, brother. You're welcome. Documentaries, you, you body those things. I try. Um, no, I do appreciate it, though. I really do. Um, and thank you guys for all the support, man. You know, can't do this shit by myself. So, yeah. you know, really nice to have a team. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. Anyways, um, 
my final words. Oh, all I would say to everybody is, yeah, look, I mean, what works for you works for you. You know, we've all been, I think we've all grown into different circumstances, but the majority of us have, were probably raised in a certain religion. Um, what I just implore for all of you out there is to ask questions. Like, don't put, don't ever put blind faith in anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, ask questions. It's okay to ask questions. They may try to convince you not to ask questions or right. make you feel a certain kind of way about asking questions, but do your due diligence, not only for yourself, but for your family and ultimately for the collective consciousness of the world, because the more we all ask questions, the more information we all receive and the better off we'll all be. So if you ask those questions and, you know, if you're in a religion and you start asking those questions and those questions get answered, good for you. You know, keep it moving. Nothing wrong with that. But at least you did your job and, you know, actually finding out if this actually makes sense for me instead of just kind of taking what's been instilled and, and living, living it out because of tradition. You know, we're trying to break traditions. We're trying to break generational curses around here and um, you'll be better off for it. So thank you all. Nicolette, thank you thank so you. much. It's a blast. Um, I know we're coming on your podcast, but we definitely want you back here too. I would be thrilled. Yeah. So, and there's plenty of shit we could talk about. Bring me back for the Salem witch trials one. If you guys do that one. This is the longest show we've ever done. So Absolutely. just, just letting you know, giving you your flowers. We appreciate the, the no comments. yelling, no cursing. No. Yeah, yeah. So very, we're talking about religion. Very civil. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think we're all in our best behavior. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> yeah. What, yeah, we, we wanted to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you know, we've had some like like you brought up the other um the other show like a while back. Um, oh yeah, you weren't very happy that show. I, I mean, the but it was sound, yeah, yeah, the religion was, versus was, spirituality. Yeah, bro, it was it was you know it's the whole religion thing, man. I know, you I know. know. But um, anyways, yeah. Appreciate everybody. We are out of here. This dude can barely walk, so we got to get him Somebody some play the song. Medical attention. Somebody play the song. All right. We're out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace.